Working Interferences is intended for mature audiences. Since the hosts never grew up, someone needs to be the adult. Welcome to Working Interferences with Lance and Holly, the dental advice podcast for the average dentist. Here is Lance and Holly. All right, welcome back, Working Interferences listeners. I am Lance Timmerman. And I am Holly Timmerman. Oh, I don't get to introduce you. With wine. Uh, Yeah, we learned our lesson. Sober Holly sucks. I did not. Did people say that? No. Are you lying? (laughs) (laughs) No. Fuck off, all (laughs) y'all. So I learned my lesson because... um, Last week, I pushed the button, and you're a little bitter that I didn't pour you anything. And I thought you were an adult, that if you wanted some... That's you- not how it works around here, Dr. Timmerman. So, I need to write this down, because I um, am uh, usually wrong. Yep. Uh, as evidence with, with this guy. So, um, this is our, our episode just before uh, our visitors. Yeah. I'm actually really, really excited. So there's just so much. It's like every day Lance feeds me a little bit more information about this couple that is coming to stay with us. Who are listening right now. Which is fine. Hi, guys. But I'm like, okay, you needed to give me all the information at one time. She's feeling really old right now. Well, so I'm thinking that this couple is coming and they're roughly around our age. No. Why Why would you think that? I never I said anything know. about age. I Because most of our dental friends are roughly our age. Now, we are the old people. We are the old people. And we are the age of his wife's parents. Uh-huh. So, yeah. she could be our child. Right. That's a little bit terrifying. <laughs> Second. Christine is delightful. You're so, going to love her. So, Lance feeds me this information. I'm like, fuck. What do you mean feeds? You, you, yes. You, you like trickle feed no. this information. Then the next thing I find out. She's a vegetarian. Okay, kind of makes sense because she's a vet. Right. But, okay, I am... A carnivore. Carnivore, 100%. <laughs> I will eat that shit. I'm, I don't even care. <laughs> but, I mean, my sister-in-law was a vegetarian for a long time until I broke her. And So you're saying uh, this is a challenge? Next week you're going to do everything you can to break her? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just... There's just going to be some adjustments... And I'm like panicking because we have them staying downstairs in the office, but the office doesn't even have a dresser or a closet. Oh, the office is terrible. I, and I feel... And I'm like, how, where are they going to put their... So I'm like having like this weird panic now. I'm like, oh my God, they're going to just think it's horrible. And I don't have food in my house for a vegetarian. I probably have a cucumber in my fridge or something. I don't want to hear about it. Not that kind of cucumber. <laughs> not that kind of cucumber. Oh, okay. <laughs> So we're drinking wine. Holly's a big fan of the English cucumbers. <laughs> so I'm just, I, I just, I'm one of these people that I like to entertain, but I'm also somebody who during Thanksgiving, I could have 50 or 60 people at my house. Not here. Shut up. I could do whatever I want and it mm-hmm. would be fine. And everybody would show up because I'd fucking beat them and they didn't have to do shit. That's what I said. But I like to make sure everybody's taken care of and is enjoying themselves. And now I'm super stressed out. 
in a good way. Don't worry. Well, it's too late because they're probably listening to this on the airplane. So, yeah, don't worry. It's it's my <laughs> issue, not your issue. So, which is most of the issues in general are my issues and not anybody else's issues. So mm. it's a it's a reoccurring theme in our life. Hmm. Is that what your therapist said? <sighs> yes. Hmm. Better help. <laughs> I don't know. Why. You're not using better help. You're not doing it online. I don't know why they haven't paid us to promote that because <laughs> let me tell you nobody's gonna be well, like i reached out they ignored my emails yeah, so fucking i will eventually break them down and, and get them to sponsor us or maybe get them to do our patreon oh yeah so those uh, that didn't know i established a patreon we do have a patreon to help pay for all these microphones and our system and our extra computer and all this other shit. So, so yeah, so we can bring you the podcast. If you guys are enjoying our show, we would really love some support. Yeah. So, um, Patreon, I'll probably find a way to have some sort of link in the show notes, especially since I found out that there were some stupid dentists that were paying that idiot lady who was, <laughs> boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Those stupid TikToks oh that were mad- good lord. I thought you were heaven. gonna vomit at the office when I showed it to you. I just all I kept thinking <laughs> You're is, like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I'm like, what first of all, what's wrong with their face? Second of all, <laughs> how is anybody watching this and actually giving her money? That's that's the thing that I don't understand. Yeah. And this is I told uh, a listener. Um, you know who you are. This is a safe space and it's we weren't going to really. judge you. It's not really a safe space. Well, I'm not going to use her name. No, we won't use her name or anybody else's name associated with it. So that makes it safe. It's still a safe <laughs> space because we know who you are and it is what it is. But and are you going to say the thing about Bobber, but you have to take everybody's names out of it? I'm not taking anybody's names. I'm just not going to say their names. I don't, I, okay. Ever since you joined the show, I've had to do so much editing. I know, and it's fine. Everybody's fine. <laughs> you're fine. I'm, I'm fine. So there you're fine. Everybody's fine. It's all going to be fine. It's fine. So this week, uh, th- essentially, this is an episode of AMA. But did you die? <laughs> but did you die? <clears throat> Ask me anything is a common trope in uh, podcasts when when people are just too lazy to come up with their own content they put it out there to hey ask me anything well okay to be honest <laughs> please be honest for once I what know, for tell, once. tell me about this i just think it's important that we bring you what you really want to hear that's what i said no you just said we were being lazy we <laughs> it could be both being, okay maybe you're lazy no, i'm not lazy. i am very lazy or I want to be, but you make me do all these editing. You better bleep that out. Yep. <laughs> Shit. You're right. Or you should take that whole segment, that, that 16 minutes right yeah, there, get that stop. rid of. Just cut that out. Oh, shit. Now I have to listen to find out what 16 minutes you're talking about. You know, the 16 minutes. <laughs> but I think it's important that we talk about things that people actually want to hear about mm-hmm. and share opinions about. Okay. Yeah. So I did put it out there in uh, in a group to get and some. We got some great feedback. Yeah, it was it was actually really really good. Um, here's one that's outside. It's in the group, but it's outside of that question. I just really really liked seeing this. Okay, I'm listening. So listener <clears throat> says, "Patient, hey, can you make a note in my chart to only stick me one time?" So the dentist she goes, "Well, 
I can make a note, but it probably won't happen. I had to give you more than that one shot today because you said you weren't numb enough and could feel the pushing on your gums. I either get you numb enough by doing another shot or you're just going to keep feeling it. So or patient at you the you could just shut the fuck up and quit being a whiny little bitch. Patient at the end of her appointment. I don't want to schedule the rest of my fillings. Thank God. And she's like, I fucking hate people. And I, I wrote, same. Yeah, I, I hate them too. I mean, <clears throat> so get ready for the one-star review where they're going to say, this pay, this doctor sucks so bad she had to give me poke me more than one time. Well, that's just, that's called fucking anatomy. Well, and that's the thing. That's the thing? And, Wait. So no, here's the thing. If you're using the wand, you might be able to get away with poking them one time maybe maybe that's what i said i heard the, i heard the word maybe but i want to emphasize the word maybe but realistically you generally have to do a couple of areas if you're especially if you're doing multiple fillings yeah well depending on what you're doing because like i typically i do a gal gates and so many dentists say oh i, I never i don't know how to do a gal gates that's so hard that's i i'm unfamiliar i'm uncomfortable that just means you had a shitty, shitty dental program that should have taught you how to do a fucking goddamn Gowgates. It's the fucking easiest shot to do, and it's the most consistent one to do. And the nice thing with the wand, the wand by Milestone Scientific. <laughs> Not an advertiser. Um, <laughs> last time we're going to mention them. You poke them one time, but I can put two to three carpules in that one poke. Because when it empties, we can then switch it out, put another, leave the needle in place, put another carpule in there. Maybe you want to do carbocane, you want to do a plain anesthetic so it doesn't burn. But then by the time it, it you know, as a precursor, so that when you put the stuff that does burn, well, leave the needle in, same shot, same everything. Now you do your, your plain and then you do your marcane or septicane or anything that burns. They're not going to feel it because you already pre- loaded with the the plain anesthetic yeah really and truly if you have not tried out the wand it's a game changer <laughs> why are you laughing um i have a friend who who really hates the phrase game changer i think he's a listener so he may have just giggled with, with me right there okay if <laughs> fuck off kevin love you fuck off <laughs> um but it is i mean i would say 99% of our patients comment on the fact that they don't feel mm-hmm. you giving them an injection ever. So not the first time I've been told no, no feeling when during a poke. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> uh, true, true, true. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, look at that as an investment, but also kick that patient out of your office. Yeah. You don't need people like this. Um, well, there we have, there's so many assholes out there. You know, and I get you need to have income and you well, need you to do to work pay. and you have bills to pay. But just being that fucking ignorant. Yeah. It, that's just the ice. That's the well, tip of the iceberg. What's so weird is, is, I mean, we've had people call on the phone asking certain things. Will the doctor do this or that? Like, and, and when we say, well, yes or no, whatever the answer is, and they're like, oh, then, then I, that might not, I don't want to be there or something like, good. Thank God you called in advance. So you didn't waste our fucking time. You asshole. Yeah. We, no, we, I, I run the practice with a, an abundance mentality, not the scarcity mentality. So I don't want every fucker that calls or every asshole that walks through the door. Well, yeah, because they I need some, they I got bills to pay. carry with them this toxicity of they're the provider that they know better than the person educated. Yeah. And no well, that, one Oh, we had that, that consult now. yesterday where um, she, 
her bite was off. She had some work done and, and I said, okay, so I show her, I have the Itero and I can show her where the occlusal contacts are. And the right side was hitting. The left side was, was really not contacting. And so I talked about equilibration. We could shave down this side. She goes, wait, wait, no, why would you do that? I'm like, well, cause you're hitting over here, not there. So if I shave this down, you will be able to now hit the other side. She goes, that's ridiculous. Uh, all you have to do is put some small fillings there. And I'm like, um, you're ridiculous. No, they would be crowns. She goes, no, uh, from my research, it said that I, you can just do some small fillings there and that would be fine. And I said, um, how about based on my 25 years experience, that doesn't work. Uh, looking at, you've already got huge fillings there already. Um, then next time they're touched, they're going to be crowns. Uh, that, so finally I just looked at her and she goes, well, maybe I need to go back to the dentist that placed them. I said, um, I think that's best. And I, I pretty much drop kicked her and, and walked out. I, I was about to just leave. And then I realized if I leave right now, I'm going to get the one star review. Well, uh, everything. So we're really smart. You did what I was, we've talked about on the podcast where people are like, Oh my God, you refer people out of your office. You handed her a referral. Yeah, gave her so a referral. You were no longer her provider. Yeah. So patient abandonment is if I just say, just say, you know, fuck you and walk out. But I gave a referral. So I'm not abandoning. I gave her somebody else. You can go back to your original dentist or you can go to Chris Simmons downtown who I actually do like him. So I feel bad. Well, but, her but he has gone into, he's the, no, he's gone into business to take the crazies. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's marketing specifically for the people that yeah, are kind of nutty for the crazy crazies. Well, and this this girl, she was relatively young. What did you say, twenty five, twenty seven? I think she was twenty six. Okay, so she, um, but she also couldn't keep her fucking schedule figured out. She'd already shown up twice to the office thinking her appointment were on different days, and she was not all together there. Well, and then when. Yeah, when I was trying to get rid of her, um, yeah, I, I ultimately every th- any moment after the first two minutes, there was me trying to make sure I don't get the one star Yelp review or Google review or something. Like that. I'll probably will still get it, but I don't know because you know you gave her a referral and you basically told her. I feel like this is going to be the best person to handle your situation. Well, I let her know. I said, you need to understand that it's, if I did equilibration, you're looking at a couple thousand dollars. If we're doing crowns, we're talking six to $10,000. And if we're talking a full mouth rehab, you're talking 60. I don't want to be doing 60. And I don't think you want to spend that kind of money. But no matter what you're going to do, if you're asking me to do anything, you're probably going to spend a couple thousand dollars. If you were thinking it's maybe going to be a couple hundred, you need to go back to the dentist that thinks that uh, they can do a Oh, I did tell her. I said, okay, go ahead and find a dentist that thinks that fillings is enough. And then when that fails and you come back here, it's going to be several thousand for me to fix it. Right. And she was like, uh, okay. Well, she was a little taken aback, I think, by your eagerness to get her out of the office. Yeah. I mean, the people that think I'm desperate for Well, and that's people? the thing. Yeah. Is that the, the thing? thing? Drink, everybody. Pull it up. I got it tonight. And drink. That is the thing. That is the thing. Um, you know, even if you have the scarcity mentality, don't fucking act like it. Don't. Don't let somebody talk you into something that you know is ultimately going to be a failure. I totally agree. 
that it never that's when you get in trouble yeah it never will work out for you you know it may work out one time but then you'll get in the habit of doing it and it will continue to happen negatively yeah yeah so just be really really careful we had a patient in today actually who um we had done botox on and oh jesus Doc is very, very thorough with his Botox consultations. He has a PowerPoint that he makes everybody sit through that kind of goes over. Well, not kind of. It goes over. It's pretty detailed. I can't get out of there in less than 15 minutes. Yeah, it goes over everything that the plastic surgeons recommend. And so I have a slide talking about the minimum doses of... Uh, muscles with the American Society of Plastic Surgeons have recommended. Well, so. and he also goes through and he explains, you know, these are areas I'm, I won't do. I yeah. don't do this. I don't do that. So this lady comes in. First of all, she was like 70. I'm sorry. Botox really isn't your best bet. She needs fillers for, or facelift. Yeah. To get rid of your wrinkles. Yeah. You're old. You waited too long. Get your shit together. Yeah. But she comes in and she's like, um, my areas are, are moving. And he goes, well, I didn't even touch that area. So the areas she was talking was kind of like the, the, the Spock lines or the quotation lines. So above the eyebrows and just slightly lateral to above the eyebrows are the, these lines that, you know, I'm not doing a brow lift. It's a risk. There's, there's, there's an area, certain area that you just, that's no man's land. I'm not touching that area. Now I'll do your forehead. I'll do your glabella but I'm not putting anything in that area that she was pointing to. Cause that's, that's where you get the droopy eyebrow. Well, and that's when he, and so I told her I won't do it. And he told her he would not touch that area when she was in for the consultation. So we did the glabella and I said, okay, this isn't really going to treat that area, but it should to help your glabella. So two weeks later, she's calling saying, no, it's been a month. Has it been a month? Okay. And she came in and he, you went in there and, but I seriously, I thought you were going to wring her fucking neck. Oh, I wanted to I punch her. Like, I wanted to punch her in the throat so bad. I was like, oh my God, he's going to kill this old lady because she is too stupid to understand anything. Well, so I went in there and she pointed to the area and I said, okay, what we did your glabella, go ahead and try to move the muscles. And they, they, they moved a little, but not, not much. Well, part of that is she only wanted the 20 units on the Groupon. Mm-hmm. And she's old. Yeah, she needed more than than just the twenty, but it was it was a start to give it a chance. So anyway, I it, I said try to move, and then she says, "Yeah, but look," and she goes that moves that area, and I'm like, "Right, that's the area." I told you I wouldn't touch that area, and then she goes, "Well, I've had it there before," and I so I just finally I went. Then you need to go back to where you were because I'm not touching that. And she goes, well, fine. And she starts reaching for her clothes or her coat and her purse and everything. And I beat her out the room. I, I was gone before she... He, he stormed out of that room and I was like, oh, damn. Because I knew the longer I was there, the, the chance of me punching her increased every <laughs> second I was still there. So I needed to yeah. get the fuck out before I whole, murdered it, this woman. There was woman. a whole situation happening today at the office. Yeah, I so, was like, okay, well, she's, she's dead. Yeah, she's, she is never to return. So... Well, but that's... What I'm concerned about is so many doctors would have just given her what she wanted mm-hmm. because they're afraid. Right. Well, and that goes hand in hand. When we put the question out there, Phil Reddington, my buddy in Leeds, his question was, are, should dentists give patients what they want or educate them on what they need? Okay. Clearly, you haven't been listening to the <laughs> podcast, you dumbass. 
I don't feel so dumbass. Then, uh, but Phil's I, a dumbass no, because awesome. I, I have covered this topic. I love Phil. Like four times in the last six episodes. <laughs> Stop being a pussy. <laughs> Stop being a periodontist. Get yeah. your buttons under control, sir. But do educate. Stop. Stop taking the brunt of the stupidity. Educate your patients so that they know what is the best treatment. If they ultimately choose to go somewhere else, you don't want them. You want them to go as far away as possible because they are going to be an issue. Well, he had a couple of actually comments that went hand in hand with that. And I didn't read all of them to you. Um, we have 102 comments. Look at us. Thanks a lot for sending in the reviews, you motherfuckers. <laughs> Y'all want the information, but you don't want to do the work. Uh, <laughs> Fucking assholes. All right. And I got to find the ones that I mentioned. Well, I'll just do them in order just because. We may not get to all of them. If yeah. we do get to yours, Dr. Timmerman is going to give you a shout out. Am I? Yeah. Because okay. that's their price for participating okay. in our. All right. Pa- Papa Randy. Where does cadaver bone come from? Mm. So, Holly, do you know where cadaver bone comes from? Comes from cow. Cow is that what it's called? Cadavers, actually, dead people. Well, not well. Cadaver <laughs> bone, yes, comes from dead people, but like bone grafting materials. What I was thinking in my well, head. he is talking about bone grafting, but we have allographs, we have autographs, we have xenographs. So, got uh, all the graphs. Yeah. So, an uh, autograft would be from a a person yourself you're you're so it's an auto you're you're giving so if i was to shave part of your chin and use that bone elsewhere that's an autograph an allograft is still from the same species but someone not you so that would be dead people that i see dead Ick. People. but would they Ick. <laughs> so uh puros <laughs> maybe so you might have there was a question on reddit we answered a couple years ago where someone's like wait do i have the ghost of a dead person in yep. me and and are they gonna affect me it's and, a whole and- sixth sense situation <laughs> it's coming for you <laughs> so i'm possessed by my bone craft um Fuck so it. they out. yeah so they do take dead people and <laughs> chop up the bones and we put the particles in you no thank you or uh, now the thing is it turns over within a few months so that's actually better uh, autograft is best but uh allograft is is better so when you, people are asking you uh bone grafting and you're saying oh yeah it's bovine or it's from a cow sometimes if i'm using some of my when i'm using a xenograft the certain product i use quite often is, is well is bovine. usually i say he usually uses bovine but there are others that are mixed aren't there no i have to each one's going to be it's either bovine porcine or human or you know so or i'm harvesting it from them themselves i like that tacky stuff that you have the tacky stuff it's kind of wet and jelly i've used it when we we usually use it when we do the all in fours uh i didn't use any the uh putty on those but i did use the xenograft it was a bovine on that one came in the syringe yes. that i so I, I pulled up some, some some anesthetic to hydrate it and it became kind of jelly or or 
that's uh, yeah, I like that stuff. So that's it's way easier to control. The downside is it turns it takes eight years to oh. turn over. So you know you may like if I was doing a bridge and I want to keep the the tissue pl- plumped. What some people will do is they'll mix. They'll they'll take some of the bovine and they'll put some of the um, human in there because the human stuff will turn over while the bovine it'll, it'll help maintain some volume. But um, depending on you may if you were grafting, planning to do implant later and, and drill into that, it may still just be graft material when you go in. So that's why when we did our friend's implant and I said, Oh, what did they use? And then when they found the other office and they said, Oh, we use Puro. So I'm like, Oh sweet. So it had been long enough. It, it had turned into bone. At yeah. That point. It was perfect. It was I, beautiful. So I was very happy that they used that because it meant I could use it. If they had said, Oh, we used a Xenograft, then uh, I, it would have been a crapshoot that I could place an implant at that time. Do you know what Carl generally uses when we, I Carl don't. Johnson, we love him. Anybody phenomenal. that uh, on Instagram, PNWOMS, that's his son, Ben. Ben, and they they are a good breed. That is a good office I, I, for oral I love that surgeons group. that are, you know. Ben's, Ben's been fantastic. Really good good guy. Well, his dad, Carl, we've... Carl's my... I'm a big fan of Carl. Yeah, he's just a good guy all around. But Ben is his son, and he's just recently, within the last probably five to eight years, joined his dad. And, yeah, because um, he's younger. But I wonder because they they just um, have done a couple of implants that they're sending our way, and I was just wondering what kind of grafting they generally use. Yeah, I, I don't recall. I'll have to find out because that would be interesting to know because theirs seem to be pretty solid, also. So, you know, sometimes it's the graft. Sometimes it's if I if they placed bone into native bone beyond the graft, then it doesn't really matter. So um, this wine is so good. <laughs> oh, that was one of the questions. And we were going to get there, though. Oh, okay. So, so let's finish this one about Papa Randy. Uh, he just wanted to know, tell me about cadaver bone. And ca- oh. cadaver just meaning, I mean, are we talking pig cadaver, or a, a cow cadaver, or human cadaver? If it's a human it's, cadaver, it, cadaver would, just means dead body. I would body. really like the background <laughs> on the person that <laughs> no. I'm very spiritual, and that would really freak me out if they're like, so we're like going to stick. Oh, oh yeah. I you're be- you're never going to know. I'll, I'll just I put know. it this way. It just gives me a little anxiety. Well, I had one patient. She's... Uh, so, um, there was a one. Some of the product is like a coral derivative. Is this bone graft? It's uh, like beta tricalcium phosphate is going to be. I think they get it mostly from coral. Not that predictable of a graft. So just because you can use beta tricalcium phosphate, that's what we learned from Jurassic Park. Exactly. And that uh, Jeff Goldberg Bloom Berg <laughs> Jeff Goldbloom Bloom. Okay. <laughs> I don't quite understand I love him. him. And his, oh, he's the best. That's why I had that book. I, I know. I just... I, is, he I love is him. just so popular with the women, and I just don't understand Are you it. calling me a woman? Okay. Doctor woman. <laughs> it's the same thing. I do have to put a shout out. I do have to apologize. I'm going to say, last week I was very critical about women in dentistry, and after I listened to the podcast, I didn't mean to be critical about women in dentistry because there's some fucking rocking women in dentistry. Okay. I don't remember you being critical of women. But there's some really shitty women. There really, really are. Who take advantage of well-meaning women who actually really want to support one another. Okay. You know, I... Are we going back down that rabbit hole of that... For a minute. ...bitchy one from TikTok? Yes, because I... She's a moron. 
I wanted to punch her face today on your phone. Well, she has a punchable face. Oh, I'll admit. my God. And mm-hmm. I actually know how to make a fist. You really do. You <laughs> Little really do. motherfucker. But ask I, me how I know. I t- <laughs> and ask me how I know that you won't tolerate it. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, I felt bad because there are some really kick-ass women in dentistry that really try to... Like who? I can't think of any. Tara Harden, <laughs> who I love. No, Tara's great. I love Tara. I love Jana. Guyana Beaver? Yes, I can. Okay. Ne- the whole the whole thing I can't say. <laughs> and Dr. Beaver. And Bobby. Bobby Stanley, yeah. Who I love. Smile Diva on Instagram. Yeah. Those are strong women who well, and also Aaron Elliott, mm-hmm. who want to build up women in dentistry. Mm-hmm. There seems to really be a select few. There's a lot of women who want the easy road out of having to be a dentist. And that's why they're doing shit like this on the Instagram, on Instagram and TikTok and all this other stuff. And they're taking advantage of the well-meaning women who really would like to support each other Mm -hmm. and are looking for that safe space to support one another. And I have a huge issue with that, but I do, I don't want anybody to think that I'm a woman hater. I don't have a lot of female friends, but I'm not Um, a woman hater. Like like zero, I think is the number. (laughs) I have my little select few tribe people, but yeah, but I, I, I would recommend, especially women because women look are constantly looking to find their tribe, looking to find their people who they can relate to, that they can learn from, that they can build one another up. Mm -hmm. And this type of a person is so toxic ultimately Mm -hmm. because they make you feel less than you are. You need to... Well, no, this person, she doesn't make you feel less than you are. She just, she talks like you're a moron. She talks down to you like you're a moron. Well, not realizing she's a moron. Well, because it's she, like had, she, she had here's she had five five, five reasons. Five were exactly the same thing. Five reasons why you should have a, you own your own practice. And I'm like, wait, autonomy is the same thing as being your own boss. But um, clearly, she's too stupid <laughs> to understand that what she's doing is toxic. And well, she actually probably knows. That's just doesn't care. She doesn't care. And so, as long as your check cleared, who, who gives a well, shit? Well, that's the thing. Is she's going for <laughs> those women that are desperately trying to connect with other women. Face it. You're just jealous because she probably makes more money than I do. No. <laughs> that I am not that type of a woman who gets jealous really easily. I mean, you would have to be fucking spectacular for me to be jealous of you as another woman. And, but that's just my own personality. Okay. But I just, that's just so, there's better women. Look up Tara Harden. Look up Jana. Because I can never say her last name. <laughs> Guy Rana Beaver. <laughs> Bobby Stanley. They're three of my favorites. And if you want to talk to an amazing woman 
who does helps women promote themselves. Look up Monica Klein. She is a follower of mine. I have known her for 15 years and she's a fucking rock star. Well, her business is brand development and for empowerment, women spe- specifically. specifically women and things like that. So, so absolutely. Um, she's, she's a, she's fuck, great. I mean, she is a fucking rock star. Yeah. If you want to know where to go, go there. Don't go to this other trash bag. <laughs> God. And, and, and no, Monica does not promote me and neither do the other doctors. Right. They, I know them personally and they are quality human beings. Yeah. That's what I like most is just them being quality humans. Yeah. So, so, uh, yeah. So here's Phil's Phil Reddington in Leeds, um, who's a big fan of Leeds United. Go figure. Uh, is where he says, "Should we give patients what they want?" And then Evangeline says, uh, "Yeah, we're the biggest fucking enablers on the planet. Patients don't pay us for dental work; they pay us to convince them that their problems are not their fault, but we can fix them. That's what they pay us for. They really pay us for. Tell the patient the truth. Too audacious." Maybe you should have a therapist in your office. I ain't paying for that. When you are diagnosing people. So when the people say, oh, that's not what I want. They say, can you tell me about that? Why don't you think that he doesn't know what he's talking about? Well, no. I mean, like that case we I just had to redo where she wanted them fake white. She wanted toilet bowl. And despite me telling that to my lab, what I got back admittedly wasn't toilet bowl, but my lab is on, they know they're like, dude, you don't do fake shit. You, this is what you meant. And they're going to blend colors and make it, but they did a very artistic job. And they were beautiful. And it was awesome. And then my patient sends me a photo a week later going, these aren't as white as my cousins. But her cousins, I am not even shitting oh my you. Fucking they hell. were chiclet bullshit. Chiclet white, no anatomy, completely smooth. And white as a print piece of printer paper. It, it was horrible. Like no colors, no, no, I mean, I was like, does she know that her cousins look like shit? And they, so she did agree that our, the shape that we gave her was better than her cousin's shape, but hers, hers at her complaint was at that point was only the color. And I admit, yeah, they weren't as white as your cousin. You, but hers looked real. I, I was very proud of her. So I made her wait a month. I told her, I said, look, I will do what you want, but, um, I'm too busy right now. So I'll see you at hoping that, you know, six weeks later she was going to go, Oh my God, I fell in love with them. You're right. Let me leave them. Well, she fell in love with everything but the color. Yeah. And so finally I'm like, fuck, I'm cutting them off. So I did. I didn't charge her for it. it. I just, I just, I knew that she's my billboard, and if I didn't make it awesome, yeah, she everybody would know. Yeah. Now I don't want her to tell anybody. I don't want them. I know that. So usually when I do them that white, and this is only like the third time ever I've gone that white, I usually tell them you cannot tell anybody where you got these. Well, one time you did them that white, but it was because she was on TV. No, my, my my celebrity ones, those are fine. They 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 should be as white as as yeah, but they you, went. I don't know anybody else that you made them that white for anybody, other than people. Oh, that well, no, on- that tetracycline case where she couldn't sleep at night because they uh, didn't match the lowers, and then we did the the lowers to match, and then finally she's like, they're just not as white as I want. So I made them, op- I took them off and made opaque white. It was she's on the wall. It's one of the pictures on the wall. In the consult room, kind of right next to my mom's picture. Hmm. I anyway. blocked her out. Yeah. Well, she ended up turning into kind of a crazy bitch, but um, they always do. Yeah. 
That is. It's a thing. All right. So, Zach, a longtime listener, why don't you use Apex? (laughs) So, I responded. I said, dude, I told the person in the email to just get me signed up. And then I got crickets. So, So those were my eyes shutting very slowly (laughs) in that pause. I heard them. I don't understand why when Dr. Timmerman says, hey, sign me up. You don't fucking just sign them up right then. Don't come back to me 90 days later and say, hey, why aren't you using my product? Because you're a fucking idiot and you didn't get them signed up. We've been talking about this for months. Yeah. Period. It was, um, yeah. Uh, just sign a, me up. Is this the same Zach that has the patient that uses the N-word? No. Okay. Because I was going to say, <laughs> dude, you have enough problems on your plate. Just mind yourself. Different Zach. Different spelling. Both great dudes. Uh, all right. Uh, Michael Hollis. Uh, or should I be? Dr. Nacho, friend or foe? <laughs> I'm not going there. Just so you know, I I don't eat nachos. I hate them now. I don't know who that is. I'll I don't know it. anything about it. I know. I know. Uh, my friend Mark, why aren't you, using, uh, why aren't you part of MPI's fee-for-service journey online classes? New Patients Incorporated apparently has a fee-for-service journey online course that I didn't know of. That's why I'm not a part of MPI's fee-for-service journey. Also, we've already been with New Patients Incorporated, and we didn't have great results. So, Well, they're, they're, we were only using one aspect of MPI, and that was just their direct mail. And um, I, I, I feel direct mail has a certain shelf life, and it has to go in rotations. And I think we had exhausted... The um, we need to move on to a di- different mailing list, different yeah, different look. But different... that's their job. Okay, their job is to get us results, and when we're paying way too much money for zero results, that, that's hard to quantify. Though um, I I think we were getting results. We weren't getting zero. We just weren't getting what we wanted. Uh, and we just needed to, I, I tend to like right now, we're not doing any TV. Uh, every time I've done TV, I've had success and then I get a diminished return. And so I have to stop doing TV for a period of time because it just stops being useful. And then, so if I was to go back in, I think we would get some good results for a while. And so I think that we had just exhausted their. All right. All right. So. Okay, move on. All right. Oh, we did go. I told you a little bit about this one. But Izzy says, thoughts on guys getting into dental hygiene? Should we save that one or do you want to take it? I'm not going to make any fans Okay, let's skip it. Let's just skip it then. We have some strong opinions that many will agree with and many will disagree with. Um, So maybe we should save that. You thinking? You know, we can address it, but... I have employed... Three? Three. Over the years? I've had three. One lasted two and a half years? Yeah, he was there a long time. Yeah. He was... Dustin was great. I liked Dustin. He was... Had the personality. He was much more feminine personality. He was a little bit more okay. of um, a good transition from someone who always having a female mm-hmm. to... He, he reminds me a lot of Gail, our... our 
current yeah, edges just right very, now. Sweet, nice. Just very and, quiet and calm and mm-hmm. gentle and had a, just a very flow to him. Mm-hmm. Um, but generally, what they need to understand is they're never going to be the doctor. If you're going to be a hygienist, you're not the doctor. True. So don't fucking expect to be the doctor ever. Mm-hmm. You don't get to be the doctor off of a two-year education. Well, some will point out that, no, it's a four-year. Two okay. to get in and okay, two to the so program. Bianca could be in hygiene program from doing fucking running start. Only if she took the right classes right. to get in and, and had she planned on it, not just, but well, you're not, two years. But you're not going to be a doctor. It's yeah, not the you'll, same You'll never education. be the doctor. No, I totally and agree. that is where you get into a situation where, especially if it's a, a male hygienist working for a female that there's not going to, there's not going to be the transition of respect. I wonder, I don't know of anybody, any male hygienist working for female dentists, what, how that dynamic plays. I'd be curious to know some people's experiences there. And when you get a male and a male together, they become more friends than coworkers and the respect itself is lost. Hmm. I know that our, Second male hygienist um, was an idiot. I, in hindsight, I I wanted to murder him. Uh, he, he wanted he, he had his own way and, and thought that his was the right way. And well, and that's, he just wanted that's to, what you get. Yeah, and yeah, I'm like you're not the fucking doctor. I came to back from lunch one day, and all of the uh, lab slips I have in a certain area in near the sterilization area. Because guess what? It's not my fucking job to fill out a lab slip. That's well, why he, he moved them and put them all up front by the front desk. Because that's where they should be. According to him. And so I went looking for this. It just happened to be. I got back and I was I needed the slip. And I'm like, where the where are they? And then found out that he had it took all the stickers off of the... the um, cupboard. The cupboard itself. When you open the door of the cupboard, that, the, that I had labeled each level of the, the area, the cupboard to with which lab and where it was going and all that kind of stuff. He literally took the stickers off and put the stuff up front. I'm like, why'd you do that? Well, they should be up front. Uh, according to who? Well, that's where they should be. No, I put them there. There, It's my practice. I'm the fucking goddamn boss. I write your fucking goddamn check. Guess they're what? fucking go there. If I say they're there, that's where they fucking go, you motherfucking piece of shit. Well, that's the problem. But I didn't say all that. You get into this pissing war and... They don't respect you as their superior. They think you're their equal because you're both dudes in the dental office. That's not, that isn't ever going to be the thing. Yeah. No matter what, I'm signing your paycheck. I'm your fucking boss. Who, who's in charge? It's fucking me. And then you don't come and dump that shit on my desk and tell me it's my fucking job because I will tell you where the door is and how to get to it. Yeah. So he, he was there, what, six months? Maybe. But let me tell you, if you have your front desk filling out the referrals for your hygienist or your assistant, you're fucking doing your job wrong because who knows what the referral needs to be written for? Whoever it is in the operatory with you, they need to fucking fill it out and then they need to bring it to the front desk. The front desk can then scan it into their chart, give it to the patient Send it over to the whatever office they're going to. But whoever is in that operatory with the patient 
and you is who fucking fills out the referral form. And then they put it in their notes that they fucking filled out a referral form. Thank you. Thanks for coming to your TED talk. <laughs> God, this <laughs> drives me crazy. All right. Brittany says, hey, when will staffing stop being such a damn problem? When you realize that you can do the job without them, you just don't like cleaning up after yourself. There you go. Well, and uh, Evangeline says, when people stop being lazy and living with their parents forever, so quite possibly never. Well, if parents were motherfucking smart, they would move into a really small place like we did and then tell our girls, you'll always have a place to come in an emergency. It's called the couch. And then tell them the bathroom is two floors up. Uh, my buddy Demetrius in uh, um, Greece says, why is Phil Reddington living in Leeds and not in the Shire? Yeah. <laughs> Phil. <laughs> and Phil's, he says, um, it's the capital city of the Shire. Yorkshire. <laughs> oh, not a pudding. Yeah, but it's named after Yorkshire, the northern part of England. Yeah, but isn't that really not a pudding? Isn't it a biscuit? No, it's more, We they call it pudding, we call it cake. I think it's like a popover. No, it's a cake. I don't think so. It's Phil? Phil. Inquiring minds want to know. Tell us about Yorkshire pudding. Because I think it's like a popover thing. No, it's a cake. I'm going to show you a picture. Whatever. Okay, I don't need to see. What's next? What's next? I was going to show you what a Yorkshire pudding looks like. I can look it up later. I don't need to know right this very minute. Fine. All right. Let me go. Mr. Google. Do you want to know or not? Not this minute. I'm fine. All right. I'm going to stick with my popover situation right right now. We'll skip. Skip a rash because we already talked about that. Which one is that? Talk about making money in rural areas, dude. Are you not listening to all the podcasts? Apparently, in chronological the rash order? does not listen because we already Son talked about that. David says um, to tell you how much he loves placing amalgam. Go fuck off. <laughs> Next, um, Alex Wardian in Arizona says, "Hey, what's your favorite Washington wine that you've had?" Oh. So this might end the show because you're just going to go on and on and on. So it depends on what kind of wine you're talking about because not all wineries carry the same grapes. So one, like my favorite Uva Ferrum wine is their Carmenere. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. My hands down, my favorite. Not Moab. No. Okay. And then if we go to, to Turlia, Tertulia. Tertulia. I like the um, what's it called? It starts with the T. Um, fuck. Tempranillo. Tempranillo. And then if we go to Silvara, shout out to Gary, the winemaker. He is awesome. Most beautiful winery in Leavenworth. It's actually in Peshastin. Okay. Well, fuck. Off. <laughs> Just fuck off. <laughs> Google it. It is beautiful. The views are spectacular. Gary is amazing. Their wine is amazing. And what wine there do you like? The Woodland Goddess. Oh, that was the Dolcetta. And I love the Dolcetta because it's the only winery that I have found that is making something with that grape in the Washington area. So that's it. Those two are spectacular. 
there. Absolutely spectacular. Then you come down to Contos. Contos Cellars is phenomenal. Otis Kenyon. The murderous dentist. The murderous dentist. <laughs> Best story. Great wine. Always really sweet stuff. Then we have Mark Ryan, who they name all of their wines after um, rock stars, rock stars yeah. or grunge shit. Yeah. So, so definitely Seattle esque. Uh, Stone Gossard is famous for hanging out at their tasting room yeah. in Woodenville. And so, so you can always I tried see. to go meet him one time because uh, Billy Farrow was like, Stone's here. He posted it on, on Facebook. So I got in a car and drove all the way out and Stone and was gone. It. And then we have Pondera, which is my winery, and it has fucking phenomenal blends. We are known for our blends. We have a great Malbec. Our Cab Franc is one of my favorite. So it really depends on what you're looking for in wine, because I can certainly send you to the best of the best. Now, I am not a huge fan of the big, huge wineries out in Woodenville that mass produce like I wasn't going to say their name because I didn't want to shit talk them but yeah well everybody knows I mean it's so freaking huge well, right but they can figure it out themselves if everybody All knows right. so you're saying I have to go in and bleep this yeah fuck but they have the best venue for listening to concerts and drinking wine they're a great well yeah venue, tears but... for fears one of my favorite concerts ever um, right plain there. white teas that was fun too with yeah. uh, Daughtry that was, that was a fun show. But so it really depends on what you want. If you want to plan a visit out here, just let me know. I can set you up and give you the little where to go and what order to go in. The only big issue with Woodenville is you have to be really careful when you eat because there's not a lot of restaurants. Oh, the best claret in Matthews. Woodenville is Matthews. Mm-hmm. They have the best claret. It's Oh, so yeah. Do they know their claret from their Beaujolais? They actually do. <laughs> I actually asked them that one time. <laughs> it's my favorite part of charm. But yes, we blur. do love um, wine tasting out in Woodenville. It's a fun place. There, what, how many are out there? Like 200? No, there's 580 now. Okay. So if you're trying to do it all in a day? No. You'd go to the hospital? Yes. Okay. <laughs> But there's Willow's Creek out there, which is a hotel that's really centrally located right there next to Chateau Saint-Michel. Are you, no, so now you can say them. Well, I, I wasn't talking to them at the time. Okay. <laughs> it has a great spa and really Is that where access. Red Hook was? Yeah. Okay. So if you ever want to go, let us know. We'll we'll go with you because it's really fun. And Or I might be working at the winery. If I'm working at the winery, come definitely see me. We every once in a while have famous people that wander into our winery too because we're also an art gallery that attracts some of the higher end shoppers of Woodenville. But um, yeah, it's it's fun. I yeah. mean. So here's, here's another one that um, I think we should probably end with this one. Okay. What do you do when a patient agrees to treatment, signs a financial and treatment plan, and then calls to say they changed their mind after you have prepped and tempted them with the explanation that they want to see a less expensive dentist? Well, because you haven't seeded anything, you're kind of fucked. 
And so Phil responded, remind them that you get what you pay for, and if they ruin what you've started by cutting costs with the final treatment, then when you come back, it will likely cost more to fix them, and obviously bill them for the work already done. So that is an interesting... I have some strong thoughts. So. Well, the, the, I have strong thoughts, but I also know the legality of it. Okay. Because it's, it's happened to us. I know. I'm thinking of something that happened in December. Yep. And basically, the legality of it in Washington State is, if you haven't seeded it, you haven't done it. Yeah. So, while the, the common thing, and most people, they're talking single units. They, right. you, they did a crown, single unit crown. You can charge for a prep and temp. You can charge for basically for the temporary. The, just because you can doesn't mean that's a good idea. Right. Because ultimately, since you didn't finish it, if you don't give a full refund, these motherfuckers can complain to the state, can make a board complaint. You might be right, right. but it'll take you two years and a lot of lawyers to actually uh, prove this and have them agree with you. Uh, even if they agree with you, you might still have to pay some sort of fine or legal fees or or whatever. So the bottom line is, it's not fucking worth it to charge them anything. And there's enough of a red flag going on. Give them their fucking money back ASAP and, and wish them luck and and just make sure they can never return ever again. Right. So what happened to me, what was worse is that we $40,000 case. I did 20 units, 10 upper, 10 lower. She had an allergic reaction to her temporaries because when she came in, she, she, she was totally happy with us until anesthetic wore off and then sends a text, a message with a photo of her lips were swollen and, and things didn't look right. And so I'm looking, so I see the pictures. I'm like, Oh, this looks like she, you know, maybe the viscostat went all over the place or something, but this, you know, it happens. And so she, she comes in the office a couple of days later. I'm looking at it. I'm like, I, so what her complaint in writing, she, you know, says, I didn't seem all that concerned. Yeah. I wasn't concerned because this is a variation of normal. It doesn't happen all the time, but it certainly isn't catastrophic. And probably by the time I got the email, everything was already wearing, wearing off or whatever. She goes off to see a prosthodontist to, to, um, to, but she, at this point, according to her email, she, um, had already got representation. So once you start bringing lawyers into this whole thing, fuck you, you're only going to communicate via my lawyer. Right. Now we're done talking. I'm, I'm done talking to you directly. Uh, and then she, she wanted me to just cut her a check. Fuck you. You use the third party finance. Right. The money goes back to the third party finance. I don't, and, I don't cut a check for you at all. And she was like, no, I want the money. And I'm like, that's Fuck against you. the law. So we're not doing that. So, and it's really nice to have a lawyer explaining that to her. She yeah. can't start saying, I know that like, I'm going to do that, you know, or I'm going to get a lawyer. Yeah. You know, I talking for him. I am a lawyer. So fuck you. Right. In legal terms. So, and that's, you, you need to be very aware that. In the United States, you are guilty until proven innocent. Nowadays, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you are no longer innocent until proven guilty. And you need to take that approach when you're dealing with your patients. If you have somebody crazy enough to start shit like that, mm -hmm. walk away. Just give them the money back. Do not, do not try to fight them because... Ultimately, one way or another, you're going to lose. It's going to cost you a you're, lot. Of you've money. already lost. Yeah, they, they're they're making this stink. You've you've lost. Uh, just cut your losses. Give them their money back and walk away. But like, so she had originally. She's like, I want you to give me the teeth, 
Yeah, she she thought I had the veneers done, and I just right. So give so, me the veneers. Someone else will put them on, uh, but I want my money back. And we were like, nope, mm-hmm. fuck, fuck you. you. I'll give you your money back, but you're starting from scratch yep. wherever you go. So she either to this day is walking around in temps still. Not sure. Don't even fucking care. Yeah. And she's fucking dead to me. And, she, and here's, here's, she's a patient. She'd been part of the practice for like what, 15 years. Well, she'd been part of our practice for 15 years. And since 2011, she had been talking about having these veneers done. Mm-hmm. And then she had the gall to go to this prosthodontist and tell him that we talked her into it. Yeah. We, 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 she didn't really want them. I convinced her to do it. Oh, fuck you. I've got it in the chart since for the past 10 years. And because I kept trying to say, hey, we, this is on the treatment plan. Do you still want this or Can should I take, take this off? off? I'll, I'll delete this from the treatment plan. I don't want to keep nagging you. No, no. I really, really want this. And we have it documented. So fuck you. So it's it's raw enough. It still might blow up on my face and I'm going to get a board complaint and I'm going to have to defend myself. Right. But, but the, I, it's, like, I've documented up the yin-yang. She, we we had. So when the prosthodontist called us, he asked for just the x-rays and stuff. And we went ahead and sent him all of her chart notes. So that he could see that she was lying to him. I'm actually hoping that he saw it as a red flag and didn't do anything with her. But because so many are so desperate out there to do the work, he most likely did the... the yeah, he probably did it. Um, but I think usually when they say, uh, send us your records, we have so many photos I mean, I have a photo studio. I've got good good documentation. If I'm going to be sending the pictures like I did, then odds are I know what the fuck I'm doing. So I have a feeling. Well, well yeah, I, I, we, I don't we really haven't know. heard anything about it. We gave her all our money back, and we're like, "Good luck to you." Yeah. Fuck off, stupid cunt. Yep. I'm not even going to bleep that. Nope. She was 100. percent Mm-hmm. But just know if you haven't had a board complaint yet. It costs you money. Even when it's you win. It's a nightmare. And even if you're right, you're wrong. Because it ends up fucking fucking up your life and being super stressful. For sure. But anything else over there, Doc? Because I'm out we're, of wine. We're going to just call it good on this one. Uh, All right, people. So rate and review us. Rate and review us. Um, if you haven't watched 1883, watch 1883. And we just watched The Adam Project, which was incredibly cute and very... You said you hated it. Yeah, but I really like Ryan Reynolds. He's very adorable. Oh, he's he's fantastic. But I also like Mark Ruffalo. Mm-hmm. He's super adorable, he's awesome. too. Yeah, it was a good time. Yeah. It was a good cast. Very, very good time. All right, so everybody needs to rate and review us. Rate and review us. Check out our Patreon because we have nobody supporting our Patreon because we just made it. So we're kind of like that loser group on the podcast website. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, so, um, super fun. So if people wanted to ask you something directly, Holly, how would they find you? They don't ever ask me anything okay. directly. They're always, they're on your dental websites, well, they, Facebook faces, and I'm not on those things. They've known, they've messaged you. They can, you can find us on all the social bullshits. Social bullshits. I am on Globetrotter Grub. Uh, you, no, you're on Instagram. Instagram on Globetrotter Grub. Your handle is Globetrotter Grub, but you're on Instagram. That's what I said. Where else? That's that's good okay. enough. They can find me, uh, Dr. Timmerman, DMD. You can also at- me- message on Winterferences because um, I'm on there too. Yeah, you kind of took over the account, so not on Facebook, but only on Instagram because for some reason my Facebook won't let me 
participate on. That's uh, we'll I have to look into that. Yeah, I don't know what's happening so, over there. So I thought this, this week is my turn. Um, one of my favorite artists is Jarrett Reddick from Bowling for Soup. Oh my God, I was so excited. Oh, so. I did want to say something about this because it reminds me of when Sika was here. Sika Sika's our uh, patient from Belgium. And I'm like, do you have country music where you live? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, like I'm an idiot. And I was thinking country western music. Yeah. <laughs> she was thinking... Countries from her heritage. Yeah. <laughs> So she's naming artists that were, you know, from Bosnia. And we're like, <laughs> like wait, no. I don't no, even fucking know. That's... I love Sika. If you follow her on she's... social media, too, she's great. Yeah, she's kind of a big deal. But, um, God, I'm such an idiot. That but was I was super excited because Lance just showed me this yesterday. And I'm a huge country western fan. And... And this song kind of goes in hand with our last comment of this patient of ours. So the Jarrett Reddick made a country album. He's a punk rocker. Bowling for Soup's punk. This is your cunt? No, the song is called The Bitch Song. Oh, okay. Same thing. (laughs) Just one's European. Right. So... (laughs) Our page, so Jerry Reddick, he actually, Bowling for Soup had the, the song, the bitch song. So he countrified it on this album. It's awesome. And it's so good. So we're going to listen to the if, bitch song. If you're not fans of, of Bowling for Soup. We can't be friends. Get it together, people. Just get it together. You're just wrong. You're just wrong. Get it together. So for, I am Lance Timmerman, for Holly Timmerman, I'm Lance Timmerman. Peace. Love you. For a week now But nothing I could say Could make you look up Or crack up Is there anything that I can do Anything to show you You're a bitch But I love you anyway And you can't sing But you still put me to sleep And then you're in my face telling me to grow up.